0: Hey friends and fam, it's John. It's time for the Jmart Cast. I've got another episode with a guest. Joining me today is Dee, also known as Hotel D, on Twitter. Dee, thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Awesome, man. As I just explained to you, just wanted to have a conversation a little bit about your background, how you grew up, so maybe even a little bit about your education, just to get a sense of kind of who you are as a person, a little bit about your life story. And how is it that you came to be where you are now, where you you're a Bitcoiner, you're someone who, like, you know, understands the technology at a fairly decent level, enough so to even work for a Bitcoin company, and then yeah, well, let's get get started from there. So like, uh, were you born and raised in in Canada? Is or did you, do you have immigrant parents by any chance?
1: Yeah, no, uh, I was born and raised here in uh, Canada. <laughs> um unfortunately no, um no it's a it's good place yeah uh you know i like it i
0: emigrated here in 2000 yeah. and so far oh, so nice. good the last couple yeah, of years yeah. have been iffy <laughs> making yeah me yeah think I feel like changing. a lot of people
1: yeah a lot of people that that came here recently <laughs> definitely have been thinking whoa uh, you know i thought this was a different kind of place than what you got what's going on here right now like uh, not what we what's signed up on, for? you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah not what i signed up for what the heck but um mm-hmm. yeah no I, nice I, here though Born and raised here, yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as a as a kid, I didn't live in a big city. I just had uh, one um, sibling for a while, and then my parents split up. Um, and okay, then my mom, my mom remarried and had two more kids, um, okay. so I have three siblings. Um, but yeah, nice. it's kind of growing up. You know, obviously it was a little weird because I was at two houses um, after I was like seven. So okay. you know, I had you know two uh, two beds, uh, you know, two TVs, all that all that jazz. But they were both living in the same little town, mm-hmm. um, so I had the same same friends and stuff. So I didn't have uh, nice two different social groups, which is nice. Uh, but mm-hmm. Two
0: two houses. Um, did you play sports growing up and like high school that kind yeah, of stuff.
1: Yeah, so yeah, high school did all the teams like volleyball, basketball. Um, you know, played some badminton. Uh, that was fun. Just whatever was basically going on after school that day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tried out like a. Uh, like I was in um, gymnastics as a kid, so um, nice. You know, I also did that as well. That was, you know, nine hours a week or whatever. It wasn't a lot compared to what you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, nice. You, did know, you have good flexibility uh, left over from that. Uh, oh no, no. <laughs> I,
1: I was a trampolinist, so I could do a lot of flips, but oh, cool. uh, okay. I couldn't do a lot of like uh, splits or bars or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I was mm-hmm. at my parents' house. Uh, my, you know, my mom's half the week, and my dad's half the week. They drive me mm-hmm. to uh, all sorts of sports and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like I said, joined the school teams. And yeah, that's Mm -hmm. pretty much uh, my upbringing. Did you uh, decide to
0: go to university afterwards?
1: Yeah. So I went to university for all the wrong reasons. Um, Just (laughs) wanted to get out of uh, the town I was living in. You know, everyone knows everyone. You know, my mom was like an esthetician. So she's doing like all the mom's nails like, oh, yeah. How's he doing? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, John's doing great, you know, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: how's Bob? You know, so, yeah. yeah. Um, just wanted to leave that town a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: That's <laughs> and, not necessarily um, the wrong reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and then went to Ottawa, uh, to Carleton for information technology um, for a semester. Um mm-hmm didn't really make it that far. You know, all you needed was English to, to get in, but, um, everyone that was in this program was already coding and learning C++ well into their high school, um, let alone college, uh, university career. Right. So okay. uh, I was way, way behind the curve. Um, at the time I was just a dumb, you know, 18 year old fresh out of, um, high school. So I didn't want to go to classes or, you know, work hard to, you okay. know, yeah, achieve something. So I kind of just, um, flunked a little bit and, um, dropped out, then started renting and just working at a gymnastics club for a bit, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Right. Um, took fire training other
0: people. What were you doing? Uh,
1: yeah, no, I like, I was just at a gymnastics club, coaching kids, doing doing flips and, um, you know, exercising and conditioning, stuff like that. Right. It's not so dope. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and then, um, you know, decided to, to stay in Ottawa and do firefighting, um, at Algonquin college. And that was cool. Um, but, uh, I'm not in firefighting whatsoever. Um, but, um, my, you know, my stepdad was, um, I thought it was really cool. I enjoyed the course it was like a year and a half, um, got all my, you know, my 0102 for firefighting. Um, but you know, it's hard to get in and, um, you know, obviously COVID kind of, um, put a damper in, in that stuff. But, um, like even before that, I was just coaching at gymnastics and kept, wanted to be a firefighter. Didn't really think about working for a, a Bitcoin company or what Bitcoin was, or even investing in stocks uh, when I was eighteen. Yeah, so, uh, things changed, yeah. so yeah. You don't have money, way, right? Question. To invest?
0: No, it's all it's all good. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while yeah, I didn't have to have like, money. You know, yeah. Exactly. Me neither. <laughs> it took me right. a while to have money to think about to, what to do. Yeah, with it. like oh, oh, I have extra
1: money. I don't <laughs> have to like blow it all on rent and and food. Mm-hmm. I, I have some expendable income. Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay and then uh how did you end up getting from ottawa uh and moving because I, I know you're not there right now we don't necessarily have to yeah, dox yeah. Oh, you okay. okay. yeah,
1: yeah yeah gta you know uh-huh. um yeah so um finished firefighting came back um didn't really you know some friends were moving from ottawa I felt like everyone's kind of leaving so i was like you know what? i guess i'll go too um came back home um you know if i wanted to stay in ottawa i need like a full time job and actually pay like full rent instead of like you know like student tuition is a little different and i'm um, getting funding from the government when you're in school but when you're out of school obviously you have to like work and 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 work, pay that back um, yeah work a lot more than say you know 10 hours a week for your food uh, bill so i uh, moved home you know um did all that and started coaching a little bit at local um gymnastics gyms and um yeah. And then, uh, COVID hit. Um, I was working at a gymnastics gym out in Milton. Um, it was, uh, you now I, I was running my own trampoline program kind of thing. And, um, uh, COVID. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, vaccine stuff got in the way and, uh, yeah. you know, I had, you know, kind of had to switch gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, looking for a remote job and applied to coin kite and, uh, within a few months got the job. So, um, you know, my, my nice. coaching career and, and coaching kids and emailing parents, I guess, kind of really helped me um, mm-hmm. gain that um, social and uh, email support aspect. And then they, yeah, like, yeah. Rodolfo said, hey, you know, you're, you're pretty much fit for the job and you're a Bitcoiner. So um, let's, mm-hmm. let's give it a go. So, yeah, very fortunate, and very lucky.
0: Yeah. So, so. probably that some of the listeners don't. Don't even know what you're talking about, a little bit, but CoinKite <laughs> is a Bitcoin company that offers uh, cool hardware devices related to Bitcoin. And uh, you are uh, a customer service, customer support uh, kind of type of position within the company.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, future or past. Uh, job experience got me where I'm at and yeah sprinkle a little Bitcoin on top and, you know, learn about hardware wallets and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, just dive down that rabbit hole and go on Twitter a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, you can be there too. Yeah.
0: How, <laughs> like uh, if you had to maybe give a percentage of how full your Bitcoin knowledge was compared to where you are currently, what, yeah. where, how full was that as at the point where you got hired for the job? Oh, still learning, man. Um, you know, everyone... No, I'm not shirt. saying you're 100% now, but, like, <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah, 100% yeah. now, what percentage of that sure. was uh, would have been when you got hired? Well, I don't know. I feel like the like past half? few years...
1: <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> honestly. So much. I've learned so much, and even... Uh, like, I've only worked every there day. For yeah, you, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's it's still pretty new and fresh for me as a job, um, mm-hmm. but I felt like it's been four years. Maybe not that much, but, you know, like, an experience... Um, mm-hmm. I uh, went to my first conference this summer, like, you know, that ex- whole experience and talking to people and networking and mm-hmm. it's a lot, you know, so just like get thrown in the deep end, like, here you go, uh, <laughs> have fun, hopefully meet some people, have, meet some friends, you know, but corners yeah. are very, very welcoming. So, I mean, it, it wasn't, uh, wasn't
0: hard, but, you know, yeah, totally, That's- totally different from a year ago what's the company policy like for like getting employees up to date with Bitcoin knowledge? Is is there like a required reading list? Like, how does that go?
1: (laughs) No, that's, that's all self-learning. Um, yeah, there's no, uh, weekly digest of, uh, new Bitcoin news. Um, maybe when a new Bitcoin review comes out that MBK posts, you know, maybe, maybe listen to it, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that'd probably be a good thing to do. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he goes over some, uh, you know, new updates and stuff and firmware updates. So I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's good to listen to. And he met, he messes around with like Matt Odell and shit. So yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, since the company's selling like a, <laughs> a bunch of uh, sophisticated uh, hardware products, I'm, right. I'm sure you had to like learn those in quite quite a bit of detail, right? Oh yeah, and you know, a year or two before
1: even working for the company, had a cold card. You know, mm-hmm. you know, took self custody pretty you know, seriously uh, beforehand. Um obviously take it, you know, more even more now. Um, but um yeah, you know, still still worked with those products beforehand, but definitely have learned a lot and realized how much this device actually can um provide you um as opposed to what I just knew kind of beginner and um, you know semi intermediate um, information about. Them. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. We skipped a little bit, quite a bit ahead to the end, actually. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, yeah, we, yeah.
1: Let's go back a little bit.
0: Uh. <laughs> it's, I don't mind at all. It's just, I, I, was, I was the one that directed it that way. But yeah, what was no like, worries. let's take it back to the first time you heard Bitcoin sure. and how did why did you dismiss it? <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you dismiss it or is that, is that what happened?
1: Uh, you know, it's just kind of like one of those things where, um, obviously, I'm, I wasn't at a bar or anything, but it's just like, you know, you're at a bar drinking, like mm-hmm. you overhear someone say it and you're like, what the fuck? And, what is yeah. that? and then, you know, it takes like five five hits or seven hits to, for you to like, actually, hmm, maybe I should check out this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was, um, I wanted to be a degen gambler, Forex trader, um, right, <laughs> right off the bat, you know, it was, um, honestly, it was like right before COVID and just, you know, start to make uh, enough money to have excess, um, you know, money to, to maybe or save or do whatever right yeah
0: invest um, right save or invest, invest like, it's one or the right, other but like right. saving doesn't it's work like, so you have to invest yeah, it if you, you know, want to like, save like it
1: like so. yeah like all my yeah exactly and like all my friends were talking about you know wealth simple um because mm-hmm. that's pretty popular here in canada and yeah their app had um, just come
0: out around that time
1: yeah you know it's like oh you don't have to um, zero fees do, or whatever yeah zero fees it's it's not really hard you just do a few clicks of the button and you can buy some apple stock i'm like okay that's, that sounds pretty cool and yeah. i've always wanted to buy like apple or you know some yeah. tesla or something i've always had that dream
0: there's a lot of these tiktok yeah. videos on finance at the time we're like all oh, stocks just right. go up if you just buy yeah, now like yeah. blah 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 <laughs> right so
1: yeah i invested in in a bunch of companies you know wanted to hand pick like 10 because i thought it was cool and you know i didn't think an etf was for me but Obviously uh-huh. ECS are way better for everyone. Yeah. And didn't end up making a lot of money. Um but uh yeah, invested in stocks, um, you know, COVID hit. Uh they you were forex trading decent, too.
0: Sorry to interject.
1: Yeah, it's forex trading too, you know, you know, all those Instagram posts like, oh like, you know, make some money forex trading, like oh like different currencies. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's kinda cool. And you know, you'd leverage up, you know, you but the way that you'd um you know, uh, fund your account was through Bitcoin. Um, uh, so that's kind of, I, I feel like that's kind of where I first hit it a little bit. Um, I also got scammed and I talk about that a lot, but uh, on, mm-hmm. on this one, we'll, we'll talk about the Forex and how
0: <laughs> a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: but yeah, you know, just leverage trading and, you know, you, you put in, you buy like 0.01 and it goes up like, you know, percent and, or, you know. 10% and you just make a crap ton of money and then you blow it all. Cause you got liquidated or, you know, whatever. <laughs> what was, was the little... highest,
0: uh, uh, leverage that you, that you usually used? That, or it's not just usually... like you could
1: go to, you could go to hundred X with like 10 bucks and just like, it's like simple casino so game at that point. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's like Canadian versus the U.S. dollar, the Japanese yen versus the U.S. dollar, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's just other trading pairs like, oh, there's Bitcoin and against the U.S. dollar and like Ethereum. You're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll, I'll try that out. And it like jumps up, and you make a hundred bucks. You're like, look at this. And then it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, and I just got liquidated because it just <laughs> went down like half a percent. And I was so leveraged that, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, just learning those things and learning charts uh, definitely helped my journey. And I still look at charts now and follow it, but I don't, um, I definitely don't actively trade, um, mm-hmm. because I'm <laughs> one terrible at it and two, yeah. it's just not worth the risk. Like the sats are definitely, uh, more worthy of, uh, sitting in a nice cold storage where they can't be touched. So <laughs> I had learned the hardware, so. You know.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, it's, uh, I did listen to that podcast you sent me and, uh, where you're talking about the, the getting scammed the, Yeah. The, the short story is I've, I've been scammed like before Bitcoin too. So when the Bitcoin mm. scams started coming towards me, I was like, Oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> so I just kind of brushed those aside, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's the classic stuff. Like, uh, Send me one, I'll send you two, like uh, all, all of yeah. that. Like, it's uh, <laughs> whatever, yeah. like, if it's too good to be true, it definitely is uh, not true. Yeah, exactly.
1: And, mm-hmm. like, I, I was in Forex and I thought they were helping me set up their trading platform and, you know, all that jazz and just, mm-hmm.
0: you
1: know, but uh, thank, ultimately. Th- thankfully, there's credit. Yeah. Thankfully, ultimately- there's credit cards that you can just call and be like, hey, uh, Mr. Credit Card, man. Uh, yeah. Someone I got stole scammed. my credit card. Yeah, I got scammed. <laughs> so. The scammer got my Bitcoin, um, and I got my equivalent of money back. But I guess the bank really lost in that situation the, the most. Um, so I'm just I'm just promoting acceleration theory of um, stealing from banks, I guess. But that's not that's not a good uh, narrative to uh, advertise all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just kidding, of course. But like, I of think what, what the important part of that story is is that I think I personally can uh, relate to is the the fact that this inner desire to wanna to get rich quick make a quick buck the 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 what's what's if when you're uh the greed. That's what it is. The greed, right? Like I, I, right. we, we all can be, you know, at, at, sm- at periods of yeah, time. Yeah. I want more. Very greedy. Like, Yeah. Oh, I
1: have this much, but I could have 10 times the amount if I just
0: leverage it like 50 X. Like, yeah, or if I just believe this person who's clearly lying to me, but I want to believe it because I, I feel really greedy right now. And that's just like something yeah. that's uh, very easy to, to fall into that for anyone listening. So, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. beware. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly yeah so you know I,
1: I learned the hard way I think a lot of people learn trial by fire mm-hmm. um you know I had my super highs and super lows and you know I just mm-hmm. felt really um I don't know just when I lost I like really like took it to heart and I was really mad at myself and I was like man I just lost like that hard-earned money mm-hmm. um so I'm not gonna do that anymore mm-hmm. and I'm gonna store it um safely and securely mm-hmm. and that was obviously at the top of both peaks um mm-hmm. and you know I'm sure I lost a lot of, you know, fiat mm-hmm. dollars mm-hmm. to the amount that I was saving at that point. But I mean, mm-hmm. it, was, it was definitely better to buy all the way down than try and long all the way down and just keep getting <laughs> down meat or try and short. And then, you know, we got, we see the short squeeze that's happening right now where, where so mm-hmm. many short, short, uh, there's like, there's still people. Yeah, they're just getting so pissed on Twitter and stuff, and they're having this space like, "Oh, this is a bull, this is a bull trap," you know. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to see the psychology day to day. But you know, we live and we learn, and I think uh, you know, I'm definitely part of the uh, um, not super old guys that just had you know a crap ton, and um, you know, we got to work for our Bitcoin. It's it's pretty expensive nowadays, so. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to trade it away was, was the point there. Yeah, absolutely. And the, I guess the, the final point with the uh, the scam part that I think I kind of maybe I want to hit on is a lot of times when <clears> you're <throat> dealing with those people who are trying to scam you, and you mentioned this in the podcast I listened to, is they put you in a really pressured position. They start pressuring you like, oh, time's running out. You better do something, blah, 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 blah. It, right. In in a way where you're like, oh, I have to act. They they put you in this uh, state of mind where you're like worried that if you don't act, something bad's gonna happen. And like, obviously, right. nothing bad's going to happen. But they're just, they're just well trained in in putting you in this like uh, frizzled frazzled state or whatever. So yeah, yeah. So and that just, wasn't too again, long ago. <laughs> was like three three four years ago. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's like crazy. But, mm-hmm. And yeah, was that and, the jumping point that like led you to be like, okay, now I got to learn about hardware wallets. I got to learn how to like take custody or like yeah, tell me how, it, how you uh, progressed that, from there. Yeah, at that point I did not. I, I didn't buy the hardware that
1: I, I work for now. I, I bought mm-hmm. a a cheap one um, from Amazon that I probably shouldn't have been using. <laughs> but uh, you know, supporting shit coins and stuff. Oh, okay, um, okay. And yeah, sometimes uh, those yeah. wallets
0: they can support uh, storage of not just Bitcoin but other other uh, coins as well let's say and then right. and then, like i find like that has, it's been argued that that could be an adat- attack vector for the hardware wallet uh, and yeah i mean you, if you have support other things right i so, mean well you know
1: you want you want your hardware device to be as dumb as possible because uh, the more complex it is the more bugs there are and the more exploits mm-hmm. there are right the bigger your mm. stack of uh you know tech components the more areas that it can you know get mm-hmm attack from basically this kind of the way to, to short form it. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, and you know, being open, open source versus a closed source software and Mm -hmm. stuff like that also matters, but um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll, we'll get to that.
0: (laughs) So how come like, if you got scammed for using Bitcoin, you didn't think like, Oh, Bitcoin's BS. I'm just going to stay away from it. What made you want to learn more about it?
1: Yeah. I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is the one thing that I can't just call someone and be like, yo, like, I want this back, <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know, that just really intrigued me, I was like, there's nothing like this, and then, you know, for mm-hmm. some reason, um, I hopped on Twitter around that time, too, and mm-hmm. was realizing, oh, this is a lot bigger community, like, I didn't realize, right. like, I just thought it was a stock or something, right, like, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Bitcoin, like, I buy Apple stock, it's, mm-hmm. I'm not on Twitter talking to people about Apple stock, and like, basing mm-hmm. my whole life around it. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning about that community and like realizing, okay, shit, this is a, a bigger, um, more broad, um, thing than I that I thought mm-hmm. it was. And then start diving down the rabbit hole of, you know, um, immutability and portability mm-hmm. and where mm-hmm. gold goes wrong with that. Cause you know, I was mm-hmm. trying to invest in stocks and diversify and mm-hmm. looking at gold. Right. Um, so all these things kind
0: of started getting answered and I was like, Oh my God. started learning a a little bit about like say the history of money was that something one of the rabbit holes you went down on of course yeah Yeah. of course
1: and started listening to podcasts and um you know collecting books um start still got to read a lot of books um (laughs) unfortunately i just i have trouble sitting down but um Mm -hmm. have a lot of books (laughs) so i'm like you know Read the Bitcoin standard stuff like that. And nice. At that point too, I'm just like, oh. I Actually, I'm haven't read that. that one, but
0: I have the fiat standard. I've nearly finished oh, yeah. that one. Nice, <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I bought that one. Haven't read it yet, but wanted nice. to we'll switch one, books. It. Oh, there you, you go. have yeah. both. Never mind. <laughs> uh, <whatever. laughs> eh, there you go. It'd be a book trade. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, started jumping down that rabbit hole. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously, when I got hired, I definitely took it a lot more seriously. And mm-hmm. I'm getting paid to do this, so I. I do need to know the answers to things at some degree and with a, some uh, certain sort of professionalism to it. So um, yeah, it really yeah.
0: Um, helped me push, push me forward as well. But. Do you think like, do you think being young is one of the key reasons why you're like less likely to reject the idea? Cause you just haven't had enough time to get yourself accustomed to the fiat system. So you're just like, because I, th- I find that's the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is like, they're like, well, I'm used to the way money works now, which they don't even know that how it works. They just think they, because like they pay for things and they get stuff back for it, that that, that they know how it works. <laughs> right. But right. like, why, why, why did you, I'm just trying to get pinpoint, like, why didn't you just think that Bitcoin's BS or it's a scam or a Ponzi scheme? like. Mm um because i i tried community like you were you found the bitcoin twitter community it's a little bit everything right
1: um you know forex trading i did it it sucked i hated it Uh, i bought stocks they went up uh i lost a bit i didn't like Mm it um Mm -hmm. i tried day trading day trading's really hard i hated Mm -hmm. it (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. i want to buy something and hold it and it not Um, you know, make me poor, you know, (laughs) I want to increase my value without Mm -hmm. going like, uh, to great lengths and, and jumping super far out on the risk curve to Mm -hmm. do so. I want, you know, I want something that, um, I can retire on, or I can eventually put a very small portion of it towards a
0: house or, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, just to play devil's advocate, someone's going to be like, well, Bitcoin just went down like more than 60% in value, right? Like, right. And it's pretty volatile, so huh, that kind of doesn't go along with what you were just saying.
1: Yeah, and you know, obviously, we're we're looking at this from a very long term uh, position. We're not looking at uh, making money over mm-hmm. overnight or in, mm-hmm. a, in a in a year or in two years. I mean, right, like we were talking about earlier, um, mm-hmm. we're already up forty percent from the low. And I, I don't even want to, I don't even have to talk about price to convince someone. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they're gonna make their own decision. I'm not really gonna. If someone, like, if I'm at a party and someone says that, I'm like, you know what, man? All right, then don't buy it. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what? You'll come back later. And then you'll be like, man, this Bitcoin thing's a million dollars now. Why didn't you tell me to buy some? i be like, I did tell you to buy some, remember? <laughs> so, you know, so everyone Doesn't gets at the yeah. price they deserve. And mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely learned to, you know, if, if someone's wanting to have a conversation about it and someone wants to, if someone's interested in it, mm-hmm. great, I'll have a chat with you. But if you're mm-hmm. like, super against it and like, it's a fiat, it's a Ponzi scheme and blah, blah, blah. And I say, you know, well, um, what about our fiat system? And talk about that. And they just say, no, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to um, try and shove it down their throat, I guess. I'm, For sure. Uh, you know, I'm just going to be like, hey, man, uh, if you think you're right, cool. I'm not here to convince you. If uh, you want to come back and chat about it later, happy I'm going to be here. So um,
0: that's kind of my stance on that one. I think this um, happens yeah, to every Bitcoiner. They right, like after a think, while, like
1: yeah. after, like after like trying to convince your parents for so long or like your relatives and you're just uh-huh. like, man, like, you know, I, I have a bunch of devices. I can show you how to use it. If you're interested, mm-hmm. talk to me. If not, then uh, I don't care. Like I'm just going to eat my cake and, um, <laughs> you know, happy birthday to you. Okay, see you later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? for so, sure. Yeah. But obviously the, the, the point of your, your question was, you know, I think you and I are are definitely looking at this from a generational, you know, pass it to your kids or retirement kind of thing. We're not, we're not looking to uh, make a profit and and flip it like a house and refinance and whatnot. Right. It's, it's a little Mm -hmm. bit bigger. Uh, It's definitely more than that.
0: Yeah. Like with, with stocks or with even gold, I would say like the, the thing that people say is you buy low, you sell high, right? Like you're trying to make a profit with, with, Bitcoin, like people who are serious about it, they're never selling, (laughs) right? Right. It doesn't matter what the price is, the price, you only need to know the price for when you're actually buying some at an exchange. Right.
1: It's like, it's like uh, when people used um, little glass beads to pay for, for meat in their tribe and then gold came along and they're like, no, we're going to keep using these beads. And then like a massive ship comes in with like, a boatload of beads and it's like, I'm the richest person because I have all the beads. (laughs) And you're like, clearly that money or that, you know, system is failing. I'm going to go and opt over to this one that seems way more secure and way scarcer and, you know, Mm -hmm. has way better properties of money. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of my uh, base case for, for Bitcoin, obviously.
0: Yeah. Like once you truly get an understanding of how the current system functions, the fiat standard fiat money, paper money, like, where does it come from? What is, like, uh, the function of, of like, its creation and who gets to do it? Once you learn all those things, you're just like, how? What? Like, when did you learn about central banking? <laughs> <laughs> when did you why, learn about central banking? Why
1: don't they teach banking? me this? Yeah, no, exactly. They don't teach that in school, and there's a reason for that. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, uh, how far into your, like, adulthood did you learn about central banking
1: like i said i think i took a fast i don't know what i did i took i took the red pill or uh you know just super fast tracked uh, <laughs> neo style and then you know, just, just became talking toxic bitcoin maxi overnight like i don't know um you know you know mm-hmm. tried out everything you know forex stocks uh mm-hmm. shit coins uh all coins um nfts even i was like you know what if I'm gonna be crapping on these things and saying uh, why they're bad, I'm gonna try it out and see how it is and see how these things work. Because I'm not, I'm not gonna be uh, like an, an echo chamber. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about something I don't actually know about or have mm-hmm. experienced. So uh, I did it. Uh, I lost a bunch of money. <laughs> I got super lucky one time and got like the most mystic rare, like one of three. NFT sold it for a couple thousand dollars. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, (laughs) like I probably broke even not going to lie. Okay. Um, but it's just like, no, none of this shit. It's Fiat Mm 2.0. Let's stop, um, speculating like idiots and taking other people's money and just like Mm -hmm. using greater fool theory to just like throw this JPEG on you and, and me run off with the profits let's just build towards something that is way better money and where Mm -hmm. we don't have to fuck each other over. It's so Mm -hmm. crazy, but people are Mm -hmm. greedy and uh, obviously it's not a straight path, but I think uh, we'll get there eventually. Just, you know, we're in the bear market right now. You know, we got super high highs, super lows. Um, Mm -hmm. It's again, it's not a straight path, right? It's a bumpy road.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a volatile asset in terms of like its price. Uh, There's, like we were talking about with the uh, emotional roller coaster, right? There's, there's this fear and greed go, that that pushes the price in whichever way. And ultimately, it's Volatility
1: is volatility of emotions, right? It's people <laughs> doing this, it's not a uh, computer. I mean, there's some computers buying and selling, but these mm-hmm. massive volatility swings are just people's emotions like, oh, I should sell, I should buy.
0: Let's start with, let's start here first. Besides Bitcoin, is there like, and I guess you you do a lot of gaming, but is there anything else in your life that you're like super passionate about that you spend a lot of time on? I I guess we mentioned the gymnastics a little bit. Yeah. Is that still a big part of your life? Um, Definitely. Since
1: I've had a full-time Bitcoin job, it's definitely been uh, more of the back burner. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I still like to stay fit. Um, My girlfriend loves to uh, take me on runs and make me work out. And uh, it's probably a good thing. That's a good girlfriend. Uh, that. That's a keeper. Yeah, if she wasn't around, uh, I, I think I'd uh, be getting a little bit uh, bigger. So, um, <laughs> thankful for her. Uh, <laughs> and you got uh, some yeah. room though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got some room, um, but you know, happy to you know stay in shape a little bit and you know, you know keep healthy. Um, okay, like do physical that. fitness, sure. Yeah, physical fitness a little bit, just like yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. I know you do some personal training or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah. which is which is very cool. Um, yeah. And, um, so yeah, some gaming, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. like to be outdoors a little bit, but yeah, mm-hmm. live a pretty simple life, remote job. So I'm at home a lot and, um,
0: um definitely. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so like, I guess that kind of leads into the next question is learning about Bitcoin has been, has that been the thing that kind of has, uh, facilitated you kind of living a more simple life, something where you're like, have that more of that low time preference mindset where you're thinking about like long term futures. So you're foregoing instant gratification, let's say for like that uh, delayed gratification where you're looking in like maybe five to 10 years into the future at the minimum.
1: I I definitely have since being a a Bitcoiner, uh, I've definitely delayed that gratification, you know, um, uh, even with the stocks and stuff, right. You know, you're trying to trade uh, a few hours later, you're trying to get out or in a few days trying to get out or whatever. Um, thankfully, um, for me with the stock stuff, I I sold them, you know, halfway down this kind of shit show, um, whatever's going on with the stock market. Um, sold it off for a a very expensive Bitcoin miner. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) nice, so you know, definitely, um, from the fire frying pan into the fire, (laughs) yeah, still still trying to uh, break even a little bit on that one, I'd say. Um, Uh but um, definitely just shoved everything into Bitcoin and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm very thankful for, um, all that I've learned for the past, you know, a few years here. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, it's nice not having to spend, spend, spend and, and still be okay. happy and not have to buy the next new thing or whatever, you know, this computer looks new, but it's, you know, I've had it for like six years.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. Maybe nice. you've
1: upgraded that Ram mm-hmm. or, um, you know, the liquid cooling instead of like a big fat fan on it or something to make sure. it cool. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, she's uh, a little bit of a dinosaur and uh, she does a job. And if I need to upgrade my graphics card, I can um, And thankfully, um, these shit coins are being less mined with uh, graphics cards. So graphics cards can uh, go down in price a little bit. They're
0: but, cheaper. Yeah. yeah okay. Cheaper. Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like this much. They're, you know, they're, they're still very expensive. But,
0: uh, yeah. Well, inflation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, gotta love that so
1: but yeah definitely i've learned to to save a lot more for sure
0: that's awesome now with your knowledge of bitcoin as it's progressed was there like one aspect of it that was like the mo- the hardest for you to grasp to understand was was there something that was, that jumps out and at you that you're like this took me a while to get and what was the thing that helped you understand it like was was it a sure. resource or a person or what happened
1: um, like, uh, the hardest thing I'd like to learn about Bitcoin, I guess, specifically, yeah. um, a lot of technical stuff. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. this, I'm one of, or the support specialists at CoinKite mm-hmm. and these coders and devs are mm-hmm. asking questions that I have no idea. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Hey, uh, NBK, uh, you know, yeah. Hey, uh, whoever, like I need some help on this. Uh, I don't know what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> and so I definitely had to learn on the job and, mm-hmm. um, take it, take it day by day. Um, but yeah, I obviously just learned that I'm not the smartest man in the room, even mm-hmm. though I work for a really smart, technical hardware wallet company. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm still learning every day. And if I don't know the answer to something, I'm definitely going to, um, do everything I can to learn, uh, that answer before kind of giving some, some person the wrong information. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. um, at times it's kind of frustrating cause I'm like, man, I want to know all this stuff, but I am limited because, um, I'm not a coder. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I'm just learning how to like make edits and pull requests on GitHub for our CoinKite website to like make like a text change <laughs> or like <laughs> add a new reference link or something. Nice. So, um, it, you know, like I said, you know, learning uh, one step at a time and day by day. Um, but it takes time and um, there's definitely not enough hours in the day to learn
0: uh, everything so um, I'm glad I have a team and can uh, mm-hmm. we can so work you're relying on your colleagues a lot from work
1: yeah well you know uh, to a certain extent
0: um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm def- we're definitely a team and uh, we're a lot of external Twitter. sources resources is it Bitcoin oh, Twitter yeah. a lot
1: yeah Bitcoin Twitter for sure um, mm-hmm. just a bunch of spaces even talking with um, people like uh, shadow D++ and uh, Portland Toddle. Um, those uh-huh. guys are super technical and they love to talk about BIPs and um, you know, uh-huh. even just dice entropy or how entropy works in the first place. We had, we had a joint um, uh, spaces on that a few weeks ago um, nice. and you know, I was co-hosting, but Portland was like asking me questions. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Like you <laughs> tell me the answer. He's like, well, what's the math behind this? And you know, the uh-huh. D6 dice with this amount of entropy per roll. And I was like, yeah, I know, like, the basics of that, right? Like, each dice roll is six dice, uh, six-sided, so each mm-hmm. roll is, like, 2.585 um, bits of entropy. And, you know, it's just that alone is uh, enough to put a regular normal person to sleep. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I know the basics of that, but, you know, th- there's uh-huh. definitely um, it, you just got to realize you're not the smartest person in the room, and there's always something mm-hmm. to learn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, jumping off, uh, people's ideas or bouncing off, uh, people, uh, is definitely helpful in my job, mm-hmm. especially. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. What's a, what's a common, uh, technical Bitcoin related thing that people don't understand about and ask you questions that you get questions about, like on, on like your list of emails that you get all the time.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, there's no dumb questions. Uh, I get a lot (laughs) of very beginner and a lot of very advanced questions, right? So, Give me a um, super beginner one. Yeah, like, um, I just bought your device. How do I see the Bitcoin that's on the address, right? Uh, Very, very beginner. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes people just set up the device, go to the address explorer on device, scan the QR code, and send it right there Mm -hmm. rather than, um, you know, Connecting their public key to um, their phone or a, a PC or something like that. Right. Um, so th- explaining to them that you know the device is fully offline and that which is the point, mm-hmm. uh, and that it's not connected to the internet, so you can't really pull that data because you need a you know a node to pull mm-hmm. that data from Bitcoin Core um, to to get your transaction information. So you need like a companion app for that. Mm -hmm. um so that obviously starts them down a whole nother journey and they're like what Mm -hmm. the heck i didn't know i needed this and Mm -hmm. um so yeah you know education is key and it it takes a while Mm -hmm. um for for even um people uh, beginners to learn
0: but um Mm -hmm. so let me let me um describe what you just said and see if i understand it and also like it'll be a good way for maybe other people to to like under learn and understand sure if, if they don't quite have the uh pre like uh Predecessor knowledge of like what you're talking about, right. but essentially, so the hardware wallet, let's say uh, that CoinKite makes, is called the um, I'm blanking cold on the card. name Cold Card. Thank you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, there's just a brain fart happening. Oh yeah, right it's bad. all good. So yeah. the Cold Card, it used to be called a hardware wallet, but now we're just kind of trying to rebrand it to call it a signing device. Right. And the reason why we want to do that is because this hardware device has a special number on it, right? It's just a random large number that is impossible. It's, it's so large that it's impossible to memorize, but it's also impossible to guess because there's so right. many different digits it. would digits take on you it. like
1: 50 billion years at this point to, mm-hmm. to even guess, yeah, something close to it. But Yeah, yeah
0: so that's the private key. And based off of that private key, you're able to generate a public key and then generate an address. And then the address is the address that you send Bitcoin to. And then when you send Bitcoin to that address, that's called a transaction. Mm -hmm. And the transaction is something that gets written down on a blockchain. But the amount that gets written on the blockchain, it has to have internet connection for you to be able to see what that amount is whereas that hardware wallet or signing device does not have an internet connection. It only has the ability to sign that transaction to ensure that that Bitcoin gets to the address, but nothing else.
1: Yeah. It has the ability to create a private and uh, public key, but it has no way of knowing what's in that public or private key. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the storage is stored somewhere and you need to pull that information from somewhere. So that's why we always recommend to run your own node or, Mm -hmm. Um stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. or else you're pulling pulling it from a public server and then whoever's running that public server can see your transactions. Uh Um, But that's a whole nother whole nother topic.
0: But um it's yeah, funny. I, you, you pull one thread, there's all there's like two more that have to you know, have to it's explain. Good, yeah. It's it's so hard to actually <laughs>
1: yeah, get into the nitty
0: gritty. It's, it's like
1: you know it's a car, right? You just, mm-hmm. like, you're, just you're, you're 16. You don't know how to change your oil. You don't even know how to change your tires. Like mm-hmm. you need wiper fluid. What's that? <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you know you got to buy that. You need to uh, maintain mm-hmm. your car. Um, it's, you know it takes a little bit of research and understanding. Um, yeah. And then, you know, most people just opt for a mechanic, like a central custodian, and then mm-hmm. they're in control of everything. And then they could lie to you and you wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could say, yeah, I totally changed your oil. And you'd be like, oh, okay. And then uh, you go down the road and your car explodes or something. Or they, <laughs> rug, they rug you or whatever, right? Yeah, I don't know. like Yeah. But, uh, worst yeah. case scenario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a better example, I guess, would be like for that public private key is like, um, you know, you have an email address, right? Um, mm-hmm. you, can, you can give your email address away. Um, and people will know your email address, but they won't be able to send emails from your email address without your password, right? So mm-hmm. your private key is your password, and mm-hmm. then you can send your email out to people, and they and you can receive emails mm-hmm. into your thing. They just yeah. can't um, impersonate you and you know make mm-hmm. make emails. I guess. So. Is,
0: that, is that? No, I get it? it. I like both analogies. I like yeah. both analogies. I like the car analogy a little bit better for mm. for the idea that when you first get in a car, it feels so alien and you feel like you're going to get into a car crash if you speed even just a little bit. And like every new aspect of driving a car is just very jarring, but very every, like after a while, you're just very comfortable, very natural in it. And it doesn't feel hard at all. I think the same idea applies to Bitcoin when you first are learning how to use it, how to store it, how to do all the things that you can do with a cold card or or even the other uh, devices uh, it just like, it's very jarring because like you said, it's kind of immutable. And if you make a mistake, she gone, you're not getting that right. back. There's no right. CEO. You can call and ask to, you know, revert the funds. So right. you, it's good to actually have that little bit of fear and that, uh, you know, anxiety, <laughs> but right. after a while that goes away, just like driving a car, you don't feel yeah. anxiety every time you get in the car. It's just normal. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. with using Bitcoin. And,
1: and that just takes practice and even just learning how to generate a private key and then restoring it, like wiping the device and restoring that from those 12 words or 24 words kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole other thing again as well. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, just, just learning a recovery process, spending it, putting like 10 bucks on and just throwing it around. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even uh, go as far as going on like testnet, and you could send like 10,000 Bitcoin if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. Um, it's fake Bitcoin, but it's um, still like kind of fun to like do that
0: and I've never learn. played around with mm-hmm. Testnet. Yeah. How do you get Bitcoin on Testnet? Do you have to ask people to send you some, or do you automatically get given some if you get
1: uh, it? Yeah, I mean, I haven't used it. Sorry, for did I, uh, okay. I, I tap
0: out yeah, your no, knowledge was, on that was, with that question?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually funny. I I personally haven't done it either, um, but I, I've seen people do it and ch- talk about it. It's really It cool. mm-hmm. um, makes you feel baller. <laughs> uh, you're like, oh, I said like 10,000 Bitcoin. I'm pretty sure someone sent it to you. Um, but, but I don't know. That, that might be, yeah, good question. I don't know. I'm not going to say the answer because I don't know. Um, I'll have to get back to you on acceptable. that one. acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stumped me. Damn it. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to be cool and be like, yo, test net. Like, yeah. Try it out. You're going to bring that up when I it. ask you
0: a question on it. I know. Sorry. Damn it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um. Yeah, no, it's just, you know, learn it. Um mm-hmm. uh, take it one step at a time. There's plenty mm-hmm. of resources. Mm-hmm. Um we have plenty of documents that help explain explain it all. So, um yeah, it's 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 complex like a car and uh, you know, sorry my approach or my uh yeah, the way I, I gave it wasn't uh, a good uh, oh, way of explaining it, but um
0: <laughs> we, you, got got just. you got the gist. You got the gist. Yeah, so yeah,
1: one step at a time.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Now Uh, I, I like, we're getting close to an hour here, so I just wanted to, finish off maybe the interview, just ask about what it's like to work for a Bitcoin company. Is there like, um, yeah, just, is there anything unique to this job compared to any other job you've had?
1: Yeah. Um, I've never worked remote in my life, so, um, working remote is Uh, I love it. It's amazing. Um, (laughs) Definitely opened up my life a little more. Um, You know, I used to drive an hour to work and back. So two hours a day. Um, That's brutal. Yeah. And, you know, I'm working from like two to 9.30 PM because um, that's when kids are least in school. And even some kids like get out of school early to come do gymnastics. And then I'm there till 9.30 at night. I get home at 10.30 at night and I play a few good video games, and then I Claps. go to sleep, yeah. wake up at noon, you know, or, like, late 10, uh, and make some breakfast, get ready for work, and then do the whole thing again. So, um, yeah, it's definitely weird and a lot different than waking up, walking down a few stairs, hopping on your laptop, and doing emails um, and listening into, like, Cafe Bitcoin every morning at 10, 10 a.m. or simply mm-hmm. Bitcoin at 12 or... Um, Toxic happy hour at two, like that's like
0: you got your day figured out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. While, while working at it and just listening into like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, listening to all the, all the Bitcoiner boys doing their podcasts. So yeah, it's, uh, I I definitely like it. And, um, you know, it's, it's work at your own pace. You know, I have lots of tasks to do and accomplish. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very, uh, flexible with my day to day, but, um, as long as the job's done and, uh, hopefully I do it well, I, you know, Still employed, they still like <laughs> me, so uh, I must be doing something right. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. go to a conference here and there, and do a, you know self custody workshop, um, and help explain to people um, that um, you know may not understand our lingo um, that we're tacking on talking on here sometimes. Mm-hmm. Try and break it down for them, and and talk about you know, what a, what a public and private key is. And like explain that in an email mm-hmm. sense like that.
0: Email password. Yeah.
1: Email password or <laughs> yeah. Like learn about Sparrow, Electrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How to interact with your Bitcoin, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I still struggle with breaking it down and doing it super basic. Cause I think I'm saying it too, uh, basic or easy, but then someone's like, what's a, you know, uh, what are you talking about this PSBT thing? And I'm like, it's a partially signed mm. Bitcoin transaction. And I had to say, explain that like ten times. Um, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's just yeah. gonna take some time for people to to understand it. And um, sometimes it comes off as me complaining. I'm definitely not. No.
0: I'm just trying to uh, that teach people. spectrum of knowledge, and, right? Yeah, it, it's exactly. so wide. Yeah. Like the right. you're like probably right right in the middle, and there's just so, yeah. so people who are so much smarter than you that can like talk your ear off with stuff that you have no idea what they're right, talking about exactly meanwhile you can do that exact same thing to somebody else who's just starting yeah, out
1: <laughs> exactly 100 yeah, psbt
0: utxo all these weird yeah, like UTXO, yeah all these abbreviations <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's crazy um i was down in niagara falls for uh, a meetup and there was a group of older folks that um you know they had self-custody but they kind of just learned it from their um, grandson that put it on there for them and I'm like man I hope their grandson doesn't rug them like <laughs> in like 20 years man like hopefully they did it right you, know, you can't like ask them super personal questions about their storage like mm-hmm. so you know I'm trying to teach them like the 10 commandments of of like self-custody and it's like you know Give me the shall top never... yeah yeah my gosh like don't tell anyone about your stack and like you know always keep your keys safe and like even just like something like that, like, they're like, what is, what does that mean? Like, you know, I, mm. you know, never mix your UTXOs. They're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, mm. oh, well, let's, let's explain this. And like, you know, you can use address and UTXO like interchangeably. So it, des- it definitely gets a little confusing for the older folks. And uh, yeah. so
0: Even time. younger folks, yeah. but it's just, uh, yeah. I think with the younger people, they're just more, more used to with technology, like, being something that you have to like constantly learn about and, uh, and update your knowledge and uh, things are just going to keep changing. So like, don't get used to one thing all the time. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I just, I don't know. It just takes a lot of time and I just, not a lot of time. It just takes some time. And I just feel like if you're like, I don't know, like you learn the internet, you learned how to drive, you learned how to do grade, you know, six math, um, you know, like I don't know, like you can learn mm-hmm. things. You don't have to be so lazy. Um, well, so you something know, has know.
0: to motivate them, right? And usually, yeah. it, it has to be pain. It used to be something like where, <laughs> right. like their yeah. their life is going to be significantly better if they learn it versus not, right? So I think right. we're getting there with inflation kind of raging the way it has the last year Hopefully. or so, and like who knows where th- things are going to go in the next, uh, you know, two to five years, let's say. Right. But uh, there's going to be a lot of people experiencing a lot of pain, most likely. And then, you know, Bitcoin is yeah. going to be there waiting. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. One block yeah. at a time, every 10 minutes, uh, ready to right. embrace them with the orange arms.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as adoption increases, um, you know, more legitimate, it legitimizes it a little more, right? Like as we hit crucial numbers like 100 k or, or like a million dollars, people like, whoa, like that's like a huge amount of money. Like, maybe this is something that's going to stick around for a while. Like, obviously, um, you know, us uh, or myself, that's kind of in this new generation of Bitcoiners. um, I'm learning that pretty quick and stacking as much as possible in this quote unquote bear market. um, Because I know that I might not get this opportunity again to stack as much as I can and reach those, you know, those stacking goals that I want or uh, the life that I want. Right. Uh, I want to retire and not have to worry about money, um, mm-hmm. rather than, um,
0: still focus and grind and, you know, have, I know. And have your life savings be uh, inflated away. Right. Into nothingness. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All those, all those things. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, very fortunate to be here right now. And I just don't realize, I, you know, I don't think we realize how early we are. And, um, these, these, these podcasts are going to be in the history books. Be like, wow, like these people are talking about this at like, you know, 20k like it's insane um now <laughs> it's this much or now we don't even have fiat currencies we mm-hmm. we literally value our houses in sas now like mm-hmm. um who knows if that's gonna be in our generation or not but yeah. um i, so
0: I look at like a bitcoin hopefully... museum with like a cold card it's like <laughs> yeah
1: like the mk1 yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: like in <laughs> packaging still seals like yeah it's like withering away but mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely so now working for a Bitcoin company, do they pay you in Bitcoin or in fiat or do you have a choice? How does that work?
1: Yeah. Um, the way it works for us is uh, I just get paid in fiat. Um, I'm happy to buy when I kind of want to buy. Um, also, I, it's just Makes it easier a,
0: for them for their accounting, I'm sure. Oh,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a little bit of a headache. I think uh, it might be the case where like, if you're, if you're paying someone in Bitcoin, you're technically selling it. So then that might have some tax implications with it as well. And, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy to um, mm-hmm. buy Bitcoin the way I want. I buy it in a certain, mm-hmm. you know, I, I buy it in a few different ways. I don't just um, stick to one place or mm-hmm. stick to one type. So, um, well, it's all Bitcoin, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> what kind of advice would you give someone for uh, how to allocate to Bitcoin if you had just a random person, like a, just a general person? Um, mm-hmm. but let's say who's got a long time horizon.
1: Sure. Um, well, I mean, first of all, if you have less than you know a thousand bucks worth of Bitcoin, um, I don't see an issue with like an open, uh, like a like a wallet like Moon or Breeze or Phoenix, um, mm-hmm. just like those self custody wallets that aren't part of like an exchange. But mm-hmm. um, it's not like um, if you lose that money, like you know, your toast, and you know, mm-hmm. you lost like a generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, or sorry, like a few hundred bucks or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as your grow as your stack starts to grow and you, you need, to, you need to secure it a little bit more, obviously you might think of a hardware wallet. Um, we also have, um, something called the tap signer, which is like a $40 card. We're hopefully trying to bring that down to $10. Um, which mm-hmm. is super awesome for like third world countries or people that are on mm-hmm. a budget that want a, um, private key that's still fully offline. Mm-hmm. Um, not even on your phone, um, but say you can't afford the you know the one hundred and fifty dollar price uh, of a um, a cool card. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, I would just say do it slow. Don't
0: throw it all in at once. Okay. So you know, you're, you're, um, you suggest uh, dollar cost averaging small amounts over a long period of time?
1: Yeah, I think in the beginning. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, to obviously... get a sense of
0: what the price movements are like, so right. when right. you do so see like stressed. a large price movement, you can kind of yeah. get a better idea of like what yeah. to do.
1: You're not so stressed out about it. You're not trying to look at it day to day, um, DCA mm-hmm. for sure. Or like DCA once a month or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you see a 10% drop buy some maybe
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um i i love to do that um i don't i don't like yeah i don't do the auto Uh, i just Mm -hmm. like to like i don't know i I pick my timing but Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things it it literally matters like Mm -hmm. zero sum yeah
0: i mean Um, if you want to take it that specifically you could do small amounts dca and if you see a large drop where your money's going to go a lot longer then you do a large sum purchase
1: yeah, exactly.
0: And that's a pretty simple
1: strategy that people have been super successful uh, doing, and mm-hmm. they are living great, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just a hardware wallet um, after a few hundred bucks probably um, mm-hmm. would be smart. So that if uh, a centralized exchange goes down like Celsius, FTX, mm-hmm. um uh, yeah. uh you, 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 go into Luna and that crashes or, uh, yeah, this isn't just hypothetical Fox, people or like, like <laughs> yeah, like let's list like the, the 8 million exchanges that have rugged people. Yeah. Quadriga um, for Canada. Quadriga. My gosh, man. Like, yeah. So, um, people will learn trial by fire and yeah, so you got to
0: self-custody. Need... It's important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I advocate for self-custody. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, I'm trying to work on some resources to, you know, give people. And um, nice. again, CoinKite has lots of resources as well with documents and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Sounds like you're in a pretty good place, even though Bitcoin's down over sixty percent from the all-time highs. <laughs> oh, <You're sitting laughs> no, we don't talk about Pretty that. <laughs> in cold storage. Yeah. yeah. With a with an awesome job. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your orange pill story. Absolutely. And uh, just like your background in general. Lear, it's cool to learn about the gymnastics i didn't know that about you yeah i, I love gymnastics so uh, nice yeah we got to go to sky zone or something sometime
1: yeah yeah we'll go to like an open gym or something i'll take you to a real gymnastics gym <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah sky Zone's is just all i know but i'd be down for a real real place
1: yeah 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 cool awesome man yeah it was a pleasure being on here um thanks for having me and uh hopefully we can do this again uh sometime it's great awesome